What's up everyone, Mega Man here. To all the craft beer lovers, craft beer drinkers, craft beer followers that follow the Mega Man's podcast, this episode is dedicated for all of you. And this is a very, very special bonus episode for Beer Talks. I interviewed the man, the myth, the legend, Beer Zombie. Uh, last week, uh, Beer Zombie and I, we did a live on Instagram and I wanted to get to know who Beer Zombie was. And I wanted um, the followers who follow the Mega Man's podcast to know who he is and what he does in the craft beer game. And uh, this was only me and him were just kind of chatting it up. And uh, it was a pretty good episode. And I, I, I really enjoyed uh, getting to know him. And uh, down the road, um, we're going to do another podcast. And uh, it's going to be really deep. And... Um, you know, I'm going to be honest, uh, I've been a huge follower. I've been following him for a while, and um, <laughs> Mega Man got nervous. You know, when Mega Man gets kind of starstruck, uh, <laughs> he's uh, he's well-known. And uh, for some kind of reason, you know, and uh, he had this aura, you know, like uh, seeing him on, you know, on social media or or on beer cans, or or on pictures, whatever. But uh, having him on the Mega Man's podcast and getting to know him, man, that guy is a super humble guy. And uh, I just want to just to give a shout out to um, you know Beer Thug Life. Um, you know he's been really there, and uh, he's he's to me like you know um, seeing uh, Beer Zombie what he does and. And seeing what Beer Thug Life uh, does, um, those are two well-known uh, craft beer ambassadors. And uh, I follow them. I support them. I'm going to be with them to the end. And uh, I, I really made a new friend out of out of this episode. And Beer Zombie, if, if you're hearing this, man, uh, Mega Man's got your back to the day I die. And to everyone... Um, to all the new listeners, welcome to the Mega Man's podcast. Um, this episode is really special to me. Um, to all the craft beer people, much love. Thank you for supporting the Mega Man's podcast. I hope you really, really um, enjoyed this episode. Uh, we only scratched the surface and we will do a podcast uh, down the road uh, with Beer Zombie. Um, you know, we're going to schedule a date. Um, I hope you enjoyed the episode and uh, have an enjoyable weekend and get ready because uh, starting on Mondays, we're going to have more episodes of Beer Talks. And that's about it. So everyone, uh, subscribe to the Mega Man's podcast. Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts to make the, the Mega Man's podcast better so I can climb the rankings. Um, you know, just leave a rate and review, leave a comment. Also, um, you can find my podcast on Apple, Google Play, Podbean, Anchor, uh, iHeartRadio soon, uh, Overcast, and the whole nine yards. And if you can't find my podcast, go to my Instagram, uh, DM me at the Mega Man's Podcast or my personal one at Mega Man 6980. Everyone, one last time, I hope you enjoyed this episode. All right, late. The man, the myth, the legend. I mean, 
We gotta, I, I gotta know your real name, Chris Jacob, but we all know him as the legend Beer Zombie. As this guy I, right here. That's this guy. <laughs> I answered, I answered to usually Beer Zombies or Chris or Hey. Any of those works. Yeah, I just want to say thank you for coming on the Mega Mouse podcast. I know this is the kind of like we're gonna chat it up, and yeah. down the road I'm gonna have a podcast with you soon because um, I've always been a huge follower. There's a lot of people in the craft beer game that we follow. I mean, shout outs to my boy Edgar from Beer Thug Life. And you're one of the craft beer ambassadors. And uh, you're just doing everything, doing collabs. You're just all over the place. And uh, I have a lot of craft beer people. I have new followers on the Mega Mass podcast who are going get into the craft beer game. And a lot of people want to know, who is Beer Zombie all about? Yeah, I mean, I kind of get that question a lot. It's a... Uh... It's not, there's no easy short answer to it because when I started this whole thing, you know, we'll start from the beginning. When I started this whole thing, I started Beer Zombies because I was looking for a creative outlet. I was doing art, I was doing beer, and I, I'm a zombie fan, you know? And I was like, oh, that's, you know, I'm gonna make myself like a little, little logo like a lot of people do. And I did it without, it wasn't ever I sat down and said, I'm going to make a business. This is what I'm going to do. So there's never been a real box that I've been in as far as like defining what it is Beer Zombies does. I literally wake up in the morning and I figure out moves that'll make sense for me and for the brand and for the better of the craft beer community, you know, where I live in Las Vegas. Yes. And I, and I do those things. So that's how it kind of started, you know, it started off with just making a glass here and there and then a shirt and then, you know, got into some collabs and then, you know, kind of going fast forward, but got into collabs and got into my own brewing stuff and bottle shops and draft rooms. So it kind of just has grown organically. I like to say that this is what I always say. What everything I do is because I want to drink good beer with good people. Other than that, there's, there's no defining it, you know? It's like whatever you do, people are always going to follow. When you do collabs, people are going to follow. It's like, um, I'm always a huge supporter. One of the favorite breweries I, I love is LCB, uh, Local Craft Beers. And um, when you do uh, collabs with them, uh, shout outs to them. And I know they their breweries out out like out by the desert, but yeah. what they do, they put out really good fires and um, whatever I can, you know, and I just want to congratulate you. You just had your first, like your first beer beer, uh, you know, the, the Axe. So that was actually the second one. Oh, second so, one. Okay, my so the first one, No, yeah, so it's, I mean, it's only been two. So the first one I released, uh, and I debuted at the Beer Zombies Festival, which is another thing that I do here in Las Vegas. So I run the uh, the largest independent craft beer festival in Nevada. So 100% independent beer only. Nothing is donated. I don't ask for favors. I purchase everything. That way I can invite the people that I really want to invite without feeling like I owe somebody, you know? So, and I think the other breweries around the world that end up coming to these things, they, they appreciate that. They, they know I'm not looking for a handout. They're like, look, this dude is telling me like he flew out, he loves our beer. And he's saying, I'll buy the beer if you guys come out and represent yourselves. So I launched the first beer, um, at the beer zombies festival and it was called here's zombie. And it was the one with the, actually I have a can, I have a can right here. So this was the, that was the first can. So the here's zombie can. Yes. And then the second one is that it just released. It was called Axe Bruce Vengeance. And that was a double hazy IPA that we did too. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's the second one. And I go down and brew the third one on uh, Thursday. Oh, oh man. Uh, when I had that Axe brew, man, it, I mean, when I thought of that picture, I think about that movie, The Shining. She's like, oh, yeah. Oh! 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it works good with, you know, the whole zombie thing. I get pretty much free reign to do any horror movie type stuff, and it's acceptable. You know, it, it makes sense for the brand. So I like to take things that, you know, I'm 43, so the stuff that I liked as a childhood, you know, or, or posters or iconic images that I have in my head, I like to pull from those things without – I don't want to just place it on there, you know. I mean, obviously, we all know that that's – jack nicholson from the shining but it's not it's beer zombie so i try to do it where it's a little bit different instead of just copy and pasting things but you know it kind of gives me fun to really do my art background on the labels that's awesome have you always been like a horror movie fan yeah always always uh zombies mostly uh just always been into zombies and i always thought it was just a fun genre and you know right when i started beer zombies was in 2013 that's the first time i ever did a thing in beer zombies and that was at the height of like walking dead mania you know so i mean it was crazy like when i first did those glasses there's people buying it they didn't know what beer zombies were they were just googling zombie glasses and they saw that and they were buying them you know so it was it was kind of a cool perfect storm where everything came together it was craft beer was starting to pop off in vegas and i was really getting into that as far as you know helping the community and then mm-hmm. zombies were coming in because it was mainstream so it was just like oh man i didn't i mean i always thought like man beer zombies like this guy loves horror movies and i always think like what i always wonder is like that'd be awesome if like your zombie did like a collab and did like an art picture of like a werewolf or something like that. oh yeah oh we got a lot of stuff in the works it's cool um some some new ones the next one that uh i'm doing is actually uh uh my first collab that i'm hosting so uh brujos brewing which uh, i don't know if you've heard of brujos he's from uh southern california he lives up in oregon now um sam's been a really good friend of mine we've worked together a few times but I'm hosting the, um, so it's going to be a beer zombies collab that Brujos is going to be brewing with, and it's going to be called Wizards and Zombies. Wizards and Zombies. You're, yeah, you're doing, you're doing, you have a lot of upcoming collaborations like this year. Yeah, so I just uh, today earlier tasted the the mead that I'm going to release with Superstition that comes out uh, Saturday, so tomorrow, August first, mm-hmm. for International Mead Day, mm-hmm. uh, and then after that we have the. Um, the Mason Elworks, I have a monthly collab that we do with them. It's called a Revenge Series. So every month we switch out and we do a single hop so you can showcase the hop. So this last month was called Nelson's Revenge, all Nelson Hazy. And then the next one's going to be Galaxy Revenge, so all Galaxy. Kind of just showcasing what each hop does to a Hazy. Wow. Which yeah. is pretty fun. And uh, the percentages, you like to keep um, more like 7 to maybe 9% the most? My, If I'm drinking a, uh, like a Hazy IPA especially, like my wheelhouse is 8, 8.5%. Hazy, juicy, like that's like where I want to be. But then, you know, I mean, like I just got home from work, so I'm drinking this uh, wooden robot, this Mexican lager. You know, I drink a lot of lagers and pilsners, really big fan of them. But when I want an IPA, I like that kind of that sweet spot for me is that 8% range. Yeah. And I feel like that's a lot of people like that. You know, it's it's a good double range. You can you can really play with it and get some nice expressions out of the hops and a little, little bit of ABV in there just to kind of get it going. But it's yeah. nice. I yeah, see, Drake, even I, I Tina, think, who's that, Tina, eight and a half, yeah. I mean, eight and a half seems like that nice, Yeah. you know, that's a yeah. day drinker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't be getting shit-faced every day drinking 8.5s or 9s, you know? But no. lately, uh, my palate always changes every day. Like, I've been drinking a lot of Pilsners, West Coast, Hazy's, uh, Stouts, because I live in Long Beach. And I go to a lot of the, the, the breweries here in Long Beach. I like to show support. If I go to Indy, whatever I can, I go to all the breweries. I always want to know what's been going on. But I tried this new beer I just bought today called Mason's, or uh, based out of Maine. 
I saw I saw um, Mo from Craft Beer Kings had them on, and I'd never heard of them before. So I started looking on their page, and their artwork is real cool. Yeah, I saw they had like a hipster one. Yeah, had, like hipster the, vacation. Yeah, I saw that one. I was like, oh, because I'm so I have an art background, so I'm a sucker for labels. I mean, I'll <laughs> I'll straight out say it. I mean, before I was you know selling beer, if I was walking down an aisle in a beer shop and I never heard of it, oh, there you go. I would just gravitate to whatever the coolest label was and try it. You know, I want to see what this is all about. Yeah. So speaking of, here's a good time to segue into that. So on Wednesday, this next Wednesday, the 5th, I'll be uh, driving down to L.A. to meet Edgar. And we have a beer that we're doing together uh, called Haze Twins. So <laughs> I saw uh, Edgar, he's going to kill me. He's like, hey, fool, you better not be, don't you, don't you better not be spying and showing this. But I saw the labor. The, 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 <laughs> I saw the picture of it. I said, can I take a picture? He's like, no, fucker. You're not going to fucking, this is, no, this is top secret. It's like. Tell me it's not perfect, though. <laughs> it's so funny. Every time I look at it, it just makes me laugh. I love it. It's, it's yeah. just Edgar's little Danny DeVito. You're, you're Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's like this. It's like... Well, and the funny thing is, so I'm 6'4", so I'm a big guy. And Edgar is, Edgar's probably pushing, what, like 5'6", five, 5'7"? Five, I don't know. I don't... 4'9"? Oh, yeah, he's, he's not <laughs> super tall. So whenever we're standing next to each other, he's literally, like, right here on me. So my wife is the one who was saying it. She's like, oh, you guys should do this, like, a label. And I started laughing so hard, and I sent it to him. I said... I told her, I was like, I don't know if he's going to be mad or think it's funny. And he's like, yeah, fool, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait. And uh, uh, you did a collab with what brewery that, for you to make that beer? So in, so Edgar brews out of Indie Brewing for Beer Thug Life. Um, he kind of does the same thing as me. So like to back it up, so I, I brew out of Mason Elwork. So Mason is a great partnership for me. They have a huge, huge facility. Um they allow me to come down and brew beer zombies beers there. So I go down for the beer, the brew day. Um, and then afterwards they, you know, they have the instructions. Their head brewers are amazing. They babysit the beer. They make sure everything is good. I come back and check on it and then I come back and can it. So for me, it's about a five hour trip each, uh, each time, each way. So it's like 10 hour round trip. So I go down three times for each beer. Mm -hmm. So I can't be there obviously, you know, all the time and check on it. So they, they, make sure everything is good and make sure there's no issues and they, they finish it off for me. But I like to have my hand in everything I do. I never ever have or never will just put my name on something, you know? That's what I was going to talk about because when you're doing so much collabs with different breweries that they're way out where you're, you know, you're, you know, you're based out in Vegas, but when they're all everywhere, you, I mean, when we're talking, it's like, man, I got to drive 10 hours here. Seven. Oh, yeah. I have to check everything. It's like, jeez. I mean, even, you know, I did a, a collab with Dewey, brewing last year and they're out in um uh dewey beach which is in um delaware and i i mean i got on a plane and i red-eyed it out to philadelphia i rented a car i drove down i made it to the brew day at six in the morning we brewed all day like i don't mess around like i'm you know i don't want to be that person where you know because it's very easy for people on the internet to be like oh that dude just throws hops in the boil or he takes pictures look i'm not going to say that i'm the master brewer but i'm going to say that i work my ass off and i will never ever go and not do it you know that's so. what I like. That's what I like to hear. People, the people, what they see on gram, but they don't know what goes inside of making a beer. Like you're in the works, you know. Stuff. 100%. Like that. Yeah. I, I totally get it. That's the same thing with my podcast. I'm out there trying to get the best killer guests I can bring on and get my followers. Because uh, beer zombie, I don't. I want to let you know by 2025, uh, I want to be invited on the Joe Rogan's podcast. That's awesome. That's my dream, and. Uh, I'm going to do whatever I can to get my name out there and stuff. And having you on, man, I just want to say it's an honor. 
uh, to have you on because I was telling my lady earlier, she's like saying, good luck. It says my hand's shaking right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, honestly, like I love talking to people. And right now I, I really miss it because the, the bars. So I have draft rooms in Vegas. So right now we have two beer zombies draft rooms. Um, and we also have like it's like a little small bottle shop connected so we can sell beers to go. But the reason that we opened that is I wanted to have a spot where I could hang out and talk to people and drink beers. So right now with the bar not open, I miss that interaction. You know, I don't I don't get that same interaction with people. You know, people come in and they buy beer and we talk for 30 seconds. But to have somebody sit in front of me and and they're excited to be in Vegas and they and they came from New York and they brought an other half can that they want to share, you know, and we get to drink that together. Those are things I miss. So I these kind of virtual things like this, I've been really liking it. It kind of gives fills that void a little bit, you know? Yeah. I only been, I, oh, you're going to kill me on this. I only been in Vegas one time and I was like 15 years old. Dude, it's like a four hour drive. What are you doing? I don't know, but I feel like when I seen pe- people like getting drunk and, and they're drinking in public and two hours later, they're in a freaking wheelchair. Oh, yeah. That, dude. <laughs> no, mean, Vegas is a weird spot. You know, I've been here since 1995. I've been here oh, a wow. long time. And don't get me wrong. I mean, when you're in your 20s and you come to Vegas, it's a lot different than you're in your 30s and your 40s. I'm 43 now. I'm an old man in this town. I don't, you know, Vegas to me is it's home and I don't really go on the strip and do all that stuff. It's, you know, it's it's like any other city that you can move to after you get over that fact that you can do everything 24 hours a day. Yeah. How do you deal with the heat? Because with me, if I go there, I'm like sweating, but I can't be wearing black shirt and black hats in Vegas. Oh, dude, I'm all, this is the most colorful shirts that I wear. It's got like purple on it. (laughs) Even my, I have daughters and they'll they'll be like, oh, you have a a non-black shirt on today. That's nice. (laughs) I mean, how do you deal with it? It's like 119, 120 degrees. Lots of air conditioning, man. You know? It's, it's miserable. You know, you walk out your front door and it feels like the oven's on. It's just blowing in your face. You get in your car, you put on the AC, you go into your work, you put on the AC, and you just kind of, yeah, you just do anything you can. I mean, I feel bad for the people that work outside. I got guys that come in after work in construction to buy beers, and I'm just thinking, man, I don't know how you guys are doing this. Savages. But in the wintertime, it gets super cold out there. Gets cold. And the problem is with the summer is it never cools down. So, you know, right now it's 715. It's probably 101 or 102 out. And then by midnight, it'll be like 95. You know, so it's it never actually you don't get that. You, you guys, it could get hot in Long Beach, but you have the ocean breeze. It cools you off. It gets down to the 70s, 60s, whatever. We get nothing. It's just hot. Damn, I'm kind of spoiled because right now it's 71. Yeah. See, yeah. That's sweatshirt weather, man. No, man. I don't want to be talking shit because I don't want you to log off. <laughs> no, yeah. So, you know, I just, it's it's nice. Vegas is an easy place to travel from, too. So a lot of times, under normal circumstances during the summer, it's easy. You know, you go to California, you fly here, whatever. I mean, I'm 20 minutes from an international airport, so it's very easy to get in and out. And But this year, just being home, you know, besides my couple trips I've taken to California, this is the longest I've been in Las Vegas consistently in probably two or three years because oh, I'm always going somewhere. Wow. Is it, uh, is it with your governor, um, is it kind of more like, Hey, we're going to open up. We're going to, we're going to close it, open up. Is, it, has it it's been, been back and forth. It has yeah. it been hurting your tab room. I mean, how do uh, you yeah. get- So right now we can't drink at the bar or do any transactions over the bar period. What? Yeah. So the bar is completely closed. Luckily, you know, I have partners that own a restaurant that's connected to me so I can still serve beer to them, but it's not the same. You know, people want to come into beer zombies and drink beer. They don't want to sit in a restaurant. So it's, it's not awful. But it's not ideal, you know. It's it's helping us keep going, but at the same time, we need to get the bars back open and be responsible about it and just, you know. Yeah. yeah. And, and Tony, so Tony is on here. He's watching. He's from Vegas, and he was just saying the governor basically got rid of phases. Like we had phase one, two, three, four. He just kind of got rid of it, and it was like we're gonna play it week by week, though. 
that's good because our governor, he sucks dick, you know, and he's like, like, oh, open everything up and close it. And I know all the breweries. I'm not going to mention which breweries, but they were hanging by a thread. Some certain breweries are hanging by a thread. I'm like, come on. And and what I have to do is I want to get out there and try to promote whatever I can. Hey, come over here to this brewery and this, 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 whatever, just to try to bring any revenue back to the to all the breweries in Long Beach. Yeah, no, for sure. And then, you know, as soon as this this month right now is when I'm going to start actually having to do a little bit of traveling because um, we have a Beer Zombies in Salt Lake City. So, yeah. you know, I'm going to be going up there and kind of checking on actually some cool news about this that I haven't even told anybody about is um, I just got the paperwork done yesterday uh, to get Beer Zombies Brewing into Salt Lake City, Utah. So, yeah, so as of this next beer, we'll be able to get into have Beer Zombies up there, you know, so that's that's a big one for us. Uh, we'll be bringing in some new beers and some cool stuff for the tap room, and then we can do the can releases and stuff up there as well. Yeah, I was going to talk to you about that with your tap room because um, I know you have the beer festivals, but when people are tagging me like, hey, Mega Man, you got to be over here at the beer festival. When I see the tap room, a lot of people go in there. You have different varieties of beers. How do you deal with all that? You just have like uh, contracts with other breweries to bring all those beers in? So it's, it's pretty weird. Uh, not weird, but I mean – Nevada has its own three-tier system. So everything that comes into Nevada has to be through a distributor, no matter what. So that kind of limits, you know, in California, if you own, you know, like our buddies, Nate, that own beer farm, they can go down and they can buy beer from a brewery and then they, they bring it back and they can sell it. Not a problem. I can't do that. So if I go down, like when I get indie, for instance, I go down and pick it up. I still have to drop it off the distributor. The distributor has to hold it for 24 hours and then give me an invoice and charge me for it to make it legal. Oh, wow. So that's why a lot of people in Vegas, they don't mess with that. They just say, hey, whatever's in stock, we'll just take. And my whole thing was from the beginning is I wanted to work on getting exclusive drops and getting things to Vegas that people haven't had. You know, I've done 450 North drops. I've done other half drops. Drecker, um, Equilibrium, The Answer. I mean, everything that you could think of from around the United States that people would want, I've been able to line those up um, just through like networking and travel and meeting these people and letting them, you know, when you meet somebody and they can tell like, oh, this guy's doing it because he really loves beer, not because he's trying to make a dollar off of us. And then you kind of get that friendship going and then it it works out for everybody. Mm -hmm. So I actually have a other half drop that I just got lined up. So we'll be getting some other half in um, at the end of mid to end next month. That other half, and oh my god, that that other half was like delicious. And uh, when Mo from Craftbeer Kings and guys, they had Mega Man. I got some other halves. Get it before because it sold out in El Monte. I had to go all the way to La Habra go get it. And I was like, this is fire. And <laughs> when a lot, this one thing I don't want to do is do beer trades because I don't want to give up my good beers for get some sucky beers and shit. That's like yeah. selling, hey, other half makes me, great beers, man. Yeah. It's like it's like you're selling your Ken Griffey uh, Ken Griffey rookie card for some sucky ass player who which uh, when you look at the Beckett book, it's only one cent. No way. Yeah. Yeah, so we got that lined up to come in. Um I got some I got some other stuff in the pipelines and just finishing up the paperwork to make it all legal. But uh Darren, the owner of four fifty North, he hit me up and he's like, Yeah, let's get you another drop out there. So I'm definitely working on some stuff for the Vegas Valley, which is cool. You know, it it's exciting for me to be able to bring stuff for other people that they that they want, which is, mm-hmm. you know, we get asked nonstop, you know, when are you getting slushies, when are you getting frosés, when are you getting you know Damn. that's like the, the thing everyone wants and it's hard because all those breweries are selling out, so they just sell them nonstop. So why do they need to distribute them? So it's almost like a favor. How do you how do you do that? Where when you get when you want to get when a lot of breweries are coming up with these camera releases, these first dibs, like do you DM them like, hey, can I get a, like two cases of this before you sell out? Would you let them know like maybe a month of time, like, hey, 
I'm going to get this. Do you want some of this before I give it to the public? Yeah. I mean, for the most part, you know, the breweries that I've worked with, it's, we've become friendly enough or friends that, you know, I have their phone numbers and they'll, I'll text them and be like, hey, man, I saw you guys are releasing something. I would love to have some of that if, if you can. If not, no problem, not an issue, you know. So it kind of becomes a friendly thing. And, and to be honest, it helps being in Vegas because a lot of people like to come to Vegas. You know, like, for instance, we were talking about other half. Yeah. The whole entire, all the owners, they flew out for the can release. Andrew, wow. his brothers, they were all at the can release hanging out. Now, if I was in, you know, some small town in Iowa, they probably have been like, eh, whatever. But it's Vegas. You know, people want to come to Vegas. They want to hang out. So <laughs> yeah. I think being in Vegas, it helps that, you know, that's like a national stage, a spotlight. And they know that I'm going to treat the beer right. You know, it's all cold shipped. I make sure everything is, it never, it goes from their brewery into a cold reefer truck, to a cold warehouse, to a cold storage, to the customer. You know, I take care of everything. They know that. They know that I'm in it for the right reasons. They they can trust me that I'm going to do the right thing. Everyone, if you're listening to this, two things I think about Vegas. The movie Casino with Robert De Niro Niro and Joe Pesci and Beer Zombie. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I got some other stuff coming, too. So we're getting in collabs. So I got, uh, so I have the Mead collab that's dropping this week. That one's, uh, it's rum barrel aids, strawberry banana, coconut vanilla, and it is tasty. On Wednesday, I go down and brew with Edgar uh, for the Haze Twins. That's going to be a double hazy IPA. Can, hey, um, can you invite Mega Man? Because I want to watch too. Hey, man, you guys, that's, that's not far from you because we're going to be at Indy. I'll go. I'll call in work. Yeah. Then <laughs> Thursday, uh, we got the Mason Club and the Beer Zombies Brew Day. And then uh, I got, have you had anything from Baba Brewing? But which one? Baba Brewing out of Texas. Not yet, not yet. Yeah, put them on your radar, man. They make they make really good hazy IPAs and like they do like the fruited sours and all that stuff. So I'm gonna fly out to Texas and do a beer with them. Yeah. Um, what else do I have coming up on the Weathered Soul? Weathered Souls. Actually, you guys want to see something cool? No one's seen this yet either. So I missed out on the uh, the Weathered Souls the collab for the Black is Beautiful because I didn't get you know I don't have a brewery of my own. So I I hit them up and I was like, look, man, I want to do something with you guys. We got to figure it out. That beer is good. And you get, oh, a free, you get a free album with that too, huh? You get a free album with that when you scan the code. They don't. Hey, you know what I told people? Hey, I told people like you know you get a free album. Like we talking about, bro? Get your iPhone, yeah. sc- uh, screenshot it on your phone, and you get the whole album downloaded. Be like, no. And there was people who were like, I had to go get that beer out of my trash can. Yeah. <laughs> you get a free album. <laughs> so do you know um, Sean from Seventeen Percent Drip? Uh, yeah. You know who he is? Yeah. Oh yeah. I get. Okay. I got some of his glasses. Yeah. So I'm, I did a, a Weathered Souls. We're doing a, a beer and a glass release that's going to be together. Um, I did the glass, and no one's seen it yet, so I'm going to show it to you right here. So they told me, they said, do whatever you want for the glass. Make it Texas and zombie. And I said, so, yeah. like So I made it. So it's Texas and zombie. I don't know if you can see it. So I got a zombie bull rider riding a dead cow. You know, I got the moon in the background, all that. And then on the back weathered souls beer zombies and the 17 percent drip logos that's awesome yeah so this is going to be coming out uh next month with the uh a beer that we're doing which i haven't asked them if we can talk about the beer yet so but a beer will be coming out with that as well it's a beer zombie just take Mega man's money i just want i want to, I want to <laughs> yeah i said okay what's more texas than a 21 ounce can glass i mean look at this thing <laughs> it's a chug mug hey shout out to my boy we are parts we are parts please chug that for mega man yeah i was actually watching his videos well after he shaved his beard i was watching his videos and i i texted him or i messaged him i was like whoa what happened to your beard man yeah hey i was i was telling him because 
when he shaved it, I was going to put a story and put uh, uh, a boy cement is so hard to say goodbye because my boy, he got a new job. So his job, they, he can't have a beard. So the legend, I, 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 I'm still shocked. I mean, I've gone, I've had beards to here, to here, to here, to, you know, yeah. I've had them all. Yeah. So this, this right here is because I have to wear the mask at work all day. You know, I wear one of these like these neck gaiters all day. And before I had the, uh, the big beard, I take it off and my hair's growing this way. I was like, just trim it. Just get it down, man. Don't you hate it when you have a long ass beard and you're, you're having food and you have, you have food stuck in your beard. Uh, there's, there's non-beard foods in public. You can't eat chicken wings in public. You can't have ice cream cones in public. You, you know, I mean, there's, you can't do that with a beard. That's a lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, you can't, dude. You can't even eat girl's pussy because it's all like everywhere, dude. <laughs> oh my God, dude. So, um, the, the, I want to talk a bit more about the weathered, uh, uh, so about the beer and stuff, like the collab, because, um, it's been selling like fire over here on Long Beach with the whole Black Lives Matter, Black is Beautiful and stuff like that. How did you guys connect? So I actually met Marcus, um, the owner of Weathered Souls about a year ago at a festival and we just clicked, you know, he's a good person we kind of just talked talked and then um when i was doing the festival so about this time last year yeah i hit him up and i was like hey man i would love for you to come out to beer zombies fest you know weathered souls and he's like oh yeah i'm in for sure so i mean not it's pretty cool the owner of weathered souls he flew out personally you know marcus to, to be at the festival and then you know i ended up running into him a couple of times we did a festival out at um Ferrar for dank days out in uh, maryland he was there we hung out i saw him in socal you know it's just you just kind of run into him and then you start being friendly with people and you realize, oh, like, you know, we're, we're cool. Like, let's do this. So after he came to the festival, I hit him up again with Sean and, and I told him that let's do something. And he's like, yeah, absolutely. Like, let's come out to Vegas or come out to uh, come out to uh, Texas. So I'm going to go out there in about two weeks to finish everything up. And then we'll do like a little release out there and get everything going. Yeah, he, I think he's doing the second batch. I don't know if it's a pecan. I yeah, because yeah. He, he already had it in the tanks and he wanted to release the one. Yeah, I think it was a pecan one. And I mean, that whole initiative is awesome. It's raised so much awareness, you know, and money. It's it's great. Like, I love everything about it, you know? I mean, he took something on a small t stage in Texas and took it to the world. It's kind of weird because I've never heard of that bird because I, I'm trying to get familiar with a lot of breweries because I'm I'm still in my maybe my third grade because, you know, you're more, you know everything. So I'm trying to work my levels of all these birds in different states. But when he... I guess in a way he was trying to uh, let people know this is the this is how you make my beer and and everyone started making the weather so beer from different breweries. I was like, wow, this is kind of weird. I never seen that before. Yeah, I mean, he basically just made his recipe open source. He said, here's the recipe, tweak it what you want, you know. But the initiative is the Black is Beautiful, and that's to donate the money, the proceeds to whatever the organization in your local community was that would go towards those topics. So, you know, in Las Vegas, it was cool. The local breweries, they all got together and they did one, donated all the proceeds. You know, me not having a brewery, a little different. You know, I yeah. wish if, if this would have been next year, I've been all over it. So I'm just glad that I can be a part of stuff anyway, you know, and I'm, and I'm happy that breweries know that I'm a real enough person that they still say, hey, you don't have a brewery, but we know you're you're a real dude, so come out and like make something with us. And that's that's the, the cool part, you know. That's awesome. And I was gonna ask you because I know that you don't have a brewery, you have a tap room, and I know that you're making your beer Mason. Is that considered kind kind of more like a gypsy brewery? Like a gypsy brew. I mean, people call it contract brewing. Um, it, it, you know, there's a lot of different names for it. 
basically, uh, you know, like you said, it's yeah, a gypsy brewer could be fine. Um, but the difference is, is like I do it all at Mason because it's such a good partnership. Usually, like gypsy brewers will kind of like flow around; they'll do a beer here, a beer there. Mm-hmm. You know, Mason and I worked out an agreement, so we have a beer zombies beer on the books uh, every four weeks. Wow. So, you know, that's going forward. And, and that's the thing is when you get to somebody that has the infrastructure where they can sit down and we can open up the books and they're like, look, this is the tank we're going to use for you. You can have every four weeks. Is this something that we can do? And you kind of just go and, you know, back and forth and get it done. And now it's like I know for the next six months I have X amount of beers that are going to be coming out. Wow. You know, and then at the end of the year, we'll, we'll look into it again. If it was successful for everybody, we can sign up again and do it more so. That's awesome. Is your dream down the road is to have your own, like to have your own brewery? Yeah, that's definitely something that's uh, on the books. Uh, we actually have a building secured right now in Vegas, not too far from the Raiders Stadium. So, Whoa, you know, Raiders. yeah, we'll get a, hopefully a lot of foot traffic. Um, we definitely that's in the plans right now. We're we're just at that next stage where we have to start dropping a big chunk of money, and we're kind of seeing what the economy is going to do first. Before yeah. we make any rash decisions, I have a business partner in that. Obviously, it's a it's a big uh, undertaking. That's something I'm trying to do on my own. So, you know, before you start dropping six figures on something, let's make sure that you know Vegas is going to be around at the end of the year after all this stuff happens. So, yeah, because you never know from this COVID. Everyone's all happy to get out, and the governor's like, "Hey, we're going to close back, open up." So it's kind of messing up the economy going back. Where with uh, with our case, with a lot of Cal- uh, Cal- California people, a lot of people are moving out of the state. Yeah. You know, a lot. Yeah. So like I said, it's definitely on the books. There is a building that is secured. It's been arch- the architect has come. We've done all the measurements. We got the, you know, everything ready for the next step, which is basically dropping the coin, you know, the, the pretty penny. So we got to wait and just just hold off. You know, it might be this month, it might be next month. So we're just going to kind of see where we're at. But mm-hmm. it's definitely I'm, I'm not afraid of Vegas not bouncing back. But I also know that we need to be smart, you know. Yeah, that's good. And I was going to ask you, um, there's a lot of my, my followers and, um, they're, they're, you know, they're usually natural, like Budweiser's Corona's and they're like, Mega Man, you always pose all the stuff you drink is like, I highly recommend. There's a lot of new people I'm getting on. They're getting to the craft beer scene and stuff like that. For all my new followers who are going to know for who you are, Beer Zombie, what do you give advice to my new followers or getting into and getting into the craft beer game? Yeah, I mean, beer is supposed to be fun. You know, at the end of the day, beer is a fun, it's a it's a social lubricant, it brings people together. I've never really taken it super serious. You know, I get people that walk in that don't know what beer zombies is, they just see the beer sign. And they're like, Oh, hey, you know, I'll take a blue moon, you know, a lot of, you know, snobby people be like, Oh, we don't serve blue moon. I'd be like, Oh, no, no, I got you guys. You know, we don't have blue moon. But, you know, Mason makes this Willie time, which is basically like the craft beer version of the blue moon. It's independent, oh, wow. brewery. you know, kind of do stuff like that. Um, this is what I tell everybody. Drink what you like. And if if you like only stouts, drink stouts. You know, it's at, it's nobody's business what you do. Just have fun with it and, you know, stay off untapped. <laughs> yeah. The, the, no, the reason why I say that, because they're so used to buying 24 packs of Modelo's for 25. But when they see me like Mega Man, like how much did you pay for that four pack? 25? I, yeah. I get that a lot too. You know, people come in, like I said, that, that maybe aren't into craft beer and they just want a beer and they'll look at the menu and they're like, all these beers are like $8 for a pint. You know, don't you have something cheaper? And, you know, we try to keep something that's, uh, you know, I try to keep like a Pilsner on from like right now we have one from Almanac that it's, a, you know, 16 ounces for five bucks. That's a 
solid beer. You know, you can't go wrong with that. So I try to explain to them the difference with, you know, craft beer and all this stuff. But it's always about just converting one person at a time. You know, we, we're the only spot in and that I know of in Nevada, there might be somebody else in Reno or something, but for sure in Las Vegas that we only sell 100% independent craft beer. Yeah. We don't sell anything that's not independent craft beer. Mm-hmm. So that kind of, you know, it it's a good thing, but it also, it's hard because I can't rely on people coming in to buy Budweiser. It's like, I have to make sure that I'm moving independently on craft beer. Mm-hmm. So it, it is easier when somebody comes in because if they want a beer, they, they're drinking craft beer. So you can kind of guide them. And my shop being small, it's it's very like this. You know, if you come in, I'm talking to you. We're, we're right there. It's oh, not yeah. aisles and aisles and you're down there trying to figure stuff out. You know, I'm standing five feet from you and trying to figure, hey, let's get you a beer you like. Yeah. Um, I got a couple of messages last night and it was this was like two o'clock in the morning. Um, I want to get to a serious matter because uh, when you do a collab with the brewery, I mean, some of these breweries that have when they do a collab with you with the four packs are a little bit overpriced. How do you talk to your breweries like, Hey, this price should be this for a four pack of, because it's, it's your name or how, how does that go with the retail? I, um, when I do a collab with the brewery, I try to stay out of their business on the money side. You know, that's it's, I'm a guest, you know, I'm an invited guest into their house. Yes. We talk about what we want to make. You know, I give recipe suggestions. I come out for the brew day. I'm there. We eat lunch, we hang out. But at the end of the day, I'm still the guest, you know, so I, I try to stay out of the money side on that. You know, if, if they want to charge what they're comfortable charging with, that's on them. Now, when it comes to Nevada, obviously I can dictate a little bit better what I'm going to charge for it. But um, I try to, you know, for the most part, just remember that I'm a guest there. You know, I'm an invited person yeah. to come do a collab. And that's the way I look at it, you know. Yeah, because because the reason why I say that for, because I, I'm not going to mention the, the liquor stores or, or whoever who sells it. When I see your name on it, okay, this four pack costs about twenty two, but you see the same name brand of that brewery, and it's about thirty two dollars, twenty nine, twenty eight. One, I see one time forty one dollars. So like, this is kind of more of like, what the heck? Yeah, I mean, if you're talking about like liquor stores and bottle shops, yeah. I have no clue on you know those guys can do it because once they purchase the beer from the distributor or whoever they get it for, you know they're gonna sell it for whatever they think they can, you know, and there's no way to even control that. If I if I messaged some store and was like, hey, why are you selling these cans for 10 bucks? They'd be like, eh, because I want to. It's our business. You know, so at the end of the day, you shouldn't be trying to gouge people. I mean, everyone needs to make money. I get that. You know, there's a standard markup that we use that is the industry standard. We don't go above it. We, we're very fair. I think actually, you know, in Las Vegas, we're one of the cheaper for singles because we do everything in singles. We, You know, you can mix and match. You don't get penalized for that. You don't have to pay more for it. So we try to keep everything just perfectly even but yeah i know what you're talking about i mean i've been to i mean i've been to tons of of bottle shops in california and it's like oh they got fo bottles for 40 bucks you know i mean yeah because uh, the reason why i say because i know when edgar beer thug life uh the beer he has uh he said he wants his beer um below 20 dollars. it can't be over 20 so when people who did like hey you got to put it under twenty dollars, nineteen, whatever, but below twenty dollars, so people can it can be more reasonable. People can afford it and buy a whole bunch of it, you know. Yeah, no, hundred percent, and and I think that's something that is you can tell the difference between somebody that is a maybe like a businessman that owns a beer shop or a beer lover that owns a beer shop. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, everyone needs to make money. I totally get that. Oh yeah, but at the end of the day, you can always tell, you you know, if you walk into a bottle shop, you can tell if, if the selection and the pricing, if there's somebody there, it's a craft beer guy, you know, and not just somebody that's punching in numbers and being like, Oh, craft beer is hot. We can make money. 
So yeah, that kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah, because when you buy a craft beer, I always think like long term. I always think of like thinking ahead. It's like okay, if I'm gonna buy a four pack. I'm going to think about how, what the, what's the sale tax on it? What's the CRV on it? You know, like, cause you're adding on an extra two to $3. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's pricey. So it just really depends on, you know, what you're after. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a sucker for it too. I've dropped $40 on a four pack cause I wanted something. It's just yeah. part of what was the most expensive four pack you ever got in your life? Man, I don't know. It's, it had to have been like a, a stout four pack. I kind of have to look at prices. It makes me mad. <laughs> <laughs> if like you spent forty six bucks, it's like, hey, that should have been a that should have been a full tank of gas. Oh yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> definitely stuff. I mean, well, I mean, here, I, I drank this last night from ten years, right? From Anchorage. This is the price from the bottle shop. Ready? Can you see that? No, like forty seven bucks. No, seventy four ninety nine. And that that was the price. That's not me. That's the price that they put on there, you know, and it was something I, I really wanted to try it. And I, you know, I was just like, God, I know it's expensive, but whatever. I, I bought it. So $54 for a bottle shit for 12 that's, ounces. That's like a bourbon price. That shit better make your fucking dick hard or something. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, don't wrong. it was amazing. But so, yeah, I mean that, that's just, I, I had a little share last night with just one of the guys that works for me. So I brought that out. You know, and those are special beers. You, you keep them for special occasions. I'm not sitting at home watching the baseball game drinking that. So Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what I was like, saying. Because when I buy a lot of bottles, because I'm buying more bottles than, uh, than cans because they last longer. But those are for special occasions. So, like, one time, uh, my lady's uh, boyfriend tried to drink one of the bottles. Like, no, 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 You're not drinking that. You drink the other beers. You don't drink my beers. Yeah, well, it's fine. I don't know if you saw my mom's in town. She's visiting California. She just ran my up mom. the stairs. Yeah, but she comes in and she knows better. I say, look, anything on this shelf in the fridge, you can drink. Anything on this shelf, you don't touch. <laughs> That's how I am because I have all my good beers on this and I have all my okay beers. And hey, I have- if I came home and my mom's sitting there drinking, you know, one of my bottles of Cantillon saying, oh, this isn't that good, I'd be like, do you ever feel, do you ever, have you ever, like, when you had visitors and whatever, and they had one of your beers, and you look like, you give them that evil look like this? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I'm like that, too. I'm like, oh, this beer's nasty. Like, well, dude, why did you open it for it? Like, that's not you. Your beer's on this side, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. But, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's, I've definitely drank, dropped some money on beer before. I was just like, why did I do that? You know, I mean, whatever. But like someone just said, you live once, man. You, it was good, and it's gone now. So nothing I could do about it now. Hey, have you ever? No, this is a funny question because this happened to me a couple times. I know you look like you. I know you like to look at can labels because the art and everything. Have you ever? Not to mention, we're not going to name drop any uh, breweries, but have you ever got like, oh man, I like that beer because of the, the the art and label. But when you drank it, it tastes like shit when you pour it down the sink. Uh, yeah. Uh, pretty much on a, you know, I mean, I, I taste a lot of beers, obviously, because I have a shop and stuff. And I've definitely, on a regular basis, you know, get excited for something and open it. I'm just like, oof, man, I don't know what they're thinking on that. But you know what? At the end of the day, this is what I always tell everybody. I'm not the end-all, be-all. My palate's not the thing to decide it. Somebody else might love that beer. So I try to always have an open mind. Just because it's not for me doesn't mean it's not for somebody else, you know. Mm-hmm. And I've never been a person ever, you know, I've made it very clear if you all go on my Instagram page from day one. I've never posted a beer I don't like because I'm not in the business to hurt other people's business. Mm. You know, I don't want to 
influence somebody and not buy a beer because I said I don't like it. Like I said, who am I? I don't who am I? I'm nobody. You know, I'm just a guy that likes beer too. So I never ever will put something online and be like, this beer is not good or I didn't like yeah. it. And you know, in the beginning, people were like, oh, that doesn't make sense. You only post about beers that are good. You can't like every beer. Look, there's plenty of websites out there that do it. You know, there's Worst Beer Blog. There's all these different ones, and it's great. They do their thing. I've just made a stance that I'm just going to support the beers that I think are good. That's it. You know, that that's dude. That that that's a good answer because I I do the same thing. Uh, I support the breweries I I always mess around with. Like if it's with you, LCB, Indy, anything that goes on with the collaboration with uh, Julio Trejo, and Sebessa uh, Mundao, and uh, Beer Thug Life, or any of the breweries in Long Beach, that that's who I just mess around with, you know? Yeah. And like I said, let's be real. Like, let's say you opened that beer from Edgar and you just didn't like it. You're not going to be like, oh, look, everybody, I didn't like this beer because, you you know, we're, we're business people. We know how the industry is and that's yeah. not a good thing, you know? And, and just because, like I said, just because I don't like it, the next person might open it and be like, that's my favorite beer I ever had. So yeah. why would I do that? Yeah. And uh, I guess in a way with some breweries, when they always tell me, Mega Man, try this beer, try our home brewers say, Mega Man, try this beer. Give me your feedback. It's like, are you serious? You want me to give you a feedback? Because if I like it, I like it. But if I don't, you don't. How would you feel if I told you I don't like it? Are you going to be cool with me? Are you going to block me on Instagram? Are you going to still support me even though, like, oh, I just want to, you know, you never know what you're going to get from these. Uh, you, know, you know, if somebody asks me their honest opinion, you know, I have people drop off homebrew all the time. And they'll be like, hey, tell me what you think of this. And if they want my honest opinion, I have no problem with that. I just don't want to blast somebody on online is what I'm saying. You know? Exactly. Because I get people come in and I'll taste it and I'll be like, look, man, like, I think you should tweak this, you drink that. You know, this is my suggestions. It's it's on the right track. Or, hey, man, I, I didn't like it. It tasted like it, you know, it was infected, whatever. So I don't have a problem with that. I just make it a point that if I'm going to post something and talk about it, I want to be a positive, you know, force in the craft beer mm -hmm. community as opposed to posting beers that I think are crappy, you know. Do you think in a way in the beer game, if – if a beer tastes okay and you let people know, like, not like, like blow, blow it up on Instagram, but you let the whole head brewer know or the, hey, you need to tweak this out and this, you think in a way, you know, they're going to take it very lightly or like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to go back and stuff like that because, yeah, maybe in a way I didn't do it something. Maybe I didn't put another hops on it or, or whatever, but. I think it's individual, you know, people have their own ways of doing things. I've always been the type of person that I like to make sure that I'm not the smartest person in the room. You know, I want to learn from other people. Mm. I never have said that I know everything. So I always like to have constructive criticism. If somebody can come to me and be like, Hey man, like I think you should tweak this or, and they have a credible source. They're not just some, you know, guy on the internet that takes pictures of beers, but if they're a brewer or if they, and they say, Hey, you know, we taste a little something like that a hundred percent because that's what this is. This is about learning as a community and, and trying to better myself and better what I, the product that I put out. So as long as, you know, you're in that kind of peer group where people are adults about it, I think usually everyone takes it pretty okay. It's just how you come off on it. You know, if you're at a bar six beers in drinking and you see the brewer in the back and you're like, dude, this beer is no good. You know, I've seen it. I've seen it happen a million times. So, Fuck, dude. I mean, have you ever had someone that called you out on your beers be like, hey, man, I don't like this beer from you? You ever had yeah. that before? 100%. You know, I, t I, t I said, you know, I'm sorry. Like, come in either. If you're in Vegas, come in. I'll buy you a new beer. You know, if not, let me send you a can. I send out stuff to people all the time. You know, it's just I, if I if I meet somebody that is cool, I'll send them beer. You know, if, if somebody has a bad experience, I'll send them beer. Because like I said, beer is a social lubricant. It brings people to joy. It brings happiness. And it's very easy 
you know, instead of having some having a smart ass response to somebody because they commented that they didn't like your beer, it's better just to be like, look, man, like, I appreciate you telling me you didn't like your beer. What do you like about it? Oh, I didn't like this. Cool. How about I send you a new beer? Tell me if you like that one. I appreciate you, you know? Like, to be, for you saying that, like, you don't put other breweries on blast. Thank God you said that because you know, I see a lot of hardcore, because I, I, there's a lot of crappy people that follow me. And when I see them talk shit about other breweries and they put on stories and stuff like that, it's kind of like, ooh, fuck. And yeah. because, of, because of that, that can kill a brewery, you know, go viral. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, and, and like I said, I it's not that I don't think that some breweries need to be called out. I've just decided from day one that that's not what I'm going to be with my brand. And that's all. You know, it's not a right, it's not a wrong. It's just what I personally decided, and that's just the way I am. So, you know, I, I'm. A lot of people tell me they're like, "Oh, you're like this big bearded tattoo dude," but I'm dude. I'm the nicest guy out there. I, I, I like to talk to everybody. I like high fives and hugs and like you know i'm I'm a good dude that likes to be around good people so i don't like that i don't like to have negativity around me so i also don't want to project negativity onto people oh same thing with me i just block them <laughs> yeah i just it is what it is you know so but yeah so i got that coming what else is, what else do we have on this uh, I mean, list pretty much i mean like you and the collabs you know uh everything with salt lake city and stuff um a lot of people want to know um uh, there, I know this is kind of corny, but there was a, a person wants to know why do they why do they call you the uh, craft beer uh, uh, ambassador? Because we know we everyone know, but for my new followers, what is that term, craft beer ambassador? You know, it's weird. I it, this whole Instagram culture is like a weird thing to me. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I know. I've never, I never understood this whole like influencer thing and all that stuff and i've never said oh you know i feel like beer zombies as a brand is a little bit more than a in a beer zombie you know than an influence type thing mm-hmm. um i did get in a, a las vegas i was the las vegas beer ambassador from like the city of las vegas uh they basically looked at like the work that i do and the beers that i bring in the positivity that i bring you know and I don't just do things for beer zombies. When I bring in beer, you know, I make sure that other stores get it and I will go and do events for, you know, competitors. I don't have competitors because we're all community, but yeah, yeah. You know, I'll go do a beer zombies event at a different bottle shop, a different liquor store, uh, whatever. And so they kind of looked at that and they were like, look, this dude is not just trying to be a business. He's a real ambassador. He is representing craft beer for Las Vegas and really trying to just to up the, the community. You know, because at the end of the day, if, if the beer in Vegas is better because I'm helping it, well, guess what? I get to drink better beer, you know, so it's it's a win-win situation for all of us. So that's kind of how I got that title. You know, it's it's a loose title, whatever. It, it is what it is. It's I'll take it. I think it's awesome. You know, they put me in a magazine and got more people into the shop. Cool. You know, I appreciate that. <laughs> I, but yeah, like I said, at the end of the day, I'm just a guy that likes beer. I ended up with a cool logo that struck and people like it. And I just want to drink with cool people and have a good time, you know. It's so if that makes me an ambassador, then I'm an ambassador. <laughs> hey, I can't wait to! I can't wait. I don't give a care. If I bring my lady or not, I'll go by myself. I can't wait to go to your tap shop. I mean, tap room and just drink all your beers and be like, "Oh, you definitely got to come out." I'm gonna so, go out, but I'm gonna wait because I'm opening a new one right now in Vegas. So right now we have two. So we have one that's near the strip. Um, just right off the strip, like a mile from the strip, and one that's in the west side of town where I live. But I'm opening another one in downtown Summerlin, which is kind of like a like a big shopping center that's up in the, in the Summerlin area. And they made an exception. We're going to be the first bar that's within the limits because the guy that nice. runs runs it, he comes and drinks at Beer Zombies, and we started talking, and now we're going to go in there. So we're going to open up a, a Beer Zombies draft room in this kind of like a, 
it's not like a, I guess like an outdoor shopping mall, but it has like, you know, like Dave and Buster's in a movie theater and, and you know, all that stuff. So we're opening one there. We're just kind of waiting for the governor to give the okay with uh, bars. So once that's open, you know, that's the one I'm going to focus on having like a really cool on-site bottle list and things like that. So definitely once we get back open, you'll have to come out and, you know, my oh, treat will take care oh, of you. Trust me, if you guys had a tab room of beer zombie at a movie theater oh i'm gonna be drinking all day <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's cool it's it's vegas is a good spot and there's a lot of opportunities in vegas and the craft beer scene has grown a ton in the last five years you know and i'm happy to have been a part of it you know and i and i just can't want to keep pushing it and and doing what i can to be a part of it and bringing in good beers to vegas and then you know going other places and making cool beers so it's, it's definitely i feel very lucky to get to do what i do i don't take it for granted i think it's a very unique opportunity um, I get to travel around and drink beer for a living. I mean, you, you can't, there's no way you can say that, that that sounds bad, you know? That's awesome. Um, I know I have three more questions before. Uh, uh, there's Mo. Mo's on there. Mo's, Mo's my, my boy Mo. Uh, Crapper Kings, La Habra, um, uh, Monty, that's my boy right there. VP, uh, Long Beach gas station right there on Long Beach. Yeah, uh, and so everyone always asks me, like, that doesn't live in Las Vegas, how do they get beers? 100% the best way is to order from Craft Beer Kings. He takes a huge, huge drop from my beers and he ships all over. So anybody asks me, I just tell them, crap your Kings, crap your Kings. And honestly, you know, Mo's been a great, I look up to him, you know, he's, he's a great positive influence. And, you know, I always, the other day he was, he was reading a book and he put it on his Instagram. What did I do? I went and bought it off Amazon. I, I'm no shame in my game. I want to learn, like I said, I want to learn from people that I look at and see that are doing what I want to do as well. So I always, you know, I want to work hard. I want to hustle. And I want to be around people who are doing the same that are positive, you know, good oh, people. Oh, yeah. His, uh, his motivation, when I see yeah. him, he's, I mean, Mo, Crapper Kings, you got to do the Mega Mass podcast. I'm waiting for you. I'm ready. But he's, he's out there. He's like, He's like a go-getter. He's like 6 o'clock in the morning. I'm over here. He's riding his bike. He's looking at life. He's just, it's positive. It's like, man, it makes me hungry. And yep. when I see it's, it's you, good, man. yeah, when I see you doing your thing, I see a lot of people, but I also see Mo from Cracker Kings. It's, a, it's an inspiration. It's inspired to keep on going, you know? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Um, I have two more questions. Yeah. Um, one, uh, one person wants to know, what type of music do you like? So I'm a, I'm a 90s baby, you know, like I graduated in 95, so I love 90s hip hop, but oh, I don't really, you know, okay. I, I love 90s hip hop. I don't get too crazy into like the new hip hop, um, but before I worked in, you know, in the beer business, I was in the music industry a little bit. So I worked with a lot of like screamo, hardcore kind of bands like that. Like I'm wearing a, a shirt from Silverstein right now, one of my favorites. Yeah, you know? okay. I, I kind of like that, that post hardcore screamo, emo, whatever you want to call it type music uh 90s hip-hop those are like my two genres i go back and forth with so interesting i you know what i, I didn't see that coming I yeah. didn't see that coming. it's just you know i mean like i said you know a thursday and and thrice and take back sunday and silverstein and you know i love Thank all you, that Brad stuff sunday? Um, oh, yeah. I, i've been a huge follower of afi the you right. uh she wants revenge oh that's right that's all my genre right there man oh! i did a, you know i was on the warp tour for you know, doing music with them for like, um, yeah, for like five years around doing all that stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's me right there. I love all that stuff. Oh man. I'm like, I think we just, I think we just became best friends. (laughs) Did we just become best friends? I think we just became best friends. Oh my God. When you said taking back Sunday, I was in the whole emo world. Oh yeah. That's that's my, that's my jam right there. 
uh, uh, story of the year, the bravery. Uh, uh, oh my God, I, I never. All that's, of a, it. that's another all episode. Of it. Yeah, that's all that's of it. Episode. Yeah, so and, I mean, that's uh, like, and then at the bottle shop, uh, so I do like full album days. So on Thursdays, I play Thursday. That's just like my thing. So we do live shows and, you know, full albums and, you know, Seosin and, you know, the sound of animals fighting, anything like that. I'll put it on. We'll do full albums. And then I'll let somebody come in and be like, hey, let's put on this album. We'll do a full album. Like, just keep going. Keep going. That's awesome. And uh, when you're not, uh, you know, on the tab room or doing collabs and everything, do you have any hobbies? What, what you do? Yeah, I mean, I have a big background in art. That's kind of like my passion. I don't, actually, there's a piece behind me. I did that one right there yeah. over my shoulder. Um, I used to, so in Vegas, uh, at one time, I had the most art on walls out of any local artist. You know, big murals, uh, 40 feet by 100 feet. Like, that's that was my jam. So I still like to do art. I've been pretty busy lately, so I haven't been able to do as much. But definitely art. I love being outdoors, you know, like camping and hiking, stuff like that. Get away to Utah whenever I can and get up there. And just, you know, being around family and hanging out and trying to just right now, it's just been trying to hustle and keep this uh, this business going. So my hobby's kind of taking a back seat. But anything outside outside and with good people, I'm in. And if you have a beer, that's even better. That's awesome. Hey, uh, well, Beer Zombie, dude, I just want to say thank you for coming on the Mega Man's podcast. If there's anything that you need, let me know. Promotion, pr- uh, stories, repost, anything, because... Dude, I'm still surprised that I'm talking to you. You're like, nah, you're, man, that's you're that's, like, you're a fucking legend. Dude. Nah, I just told you, I'm just a dude, man. That's nah, the thing. Man, like, nah, nah, nah. Because always, because when when I guess in a way for us crafter people, like you know how I because I, I know a lot of celebrities and whatever. Like, so here, real quick, craft beers, I see like an aura. You have an aura. You know. So this I, dude right here, this down for a pint. He actually asked a really good question. He said, "Do you do all your artwork?" So up until about three months ago everything i was doing everything i was doing instagram collabs the shop artwork everything and i got to the point where i realized like as a business i needed to grow and start putting some people into the right um you know sections you got you got to surround yourself with the people that are best at what they do Mm, so so right now what i do is all my own you know like for this glass right here so i will sketch all this out very loosely and now i have an artist i work with and he's from philadelphia and I send it to him with my notes and he makes it just come to life, you know, and we go back and forth. So I'm not technically getting the finished product out, but I'm definitely it's all my ideas and all of my sketches to start with. And then he finishes it off. And that saves me hours and hours and hours and allows me to focus on, you know, other aspects that I need to get done. So I'm starting to realize that as I grow in business, I also can't do everything. I have to let control go to certain things you know I, I can't be everywhere at once but that's a great question because literally up until about six months ago i was burning the candle at both ends you know i'm coming home after work and doing hours of designs and trying to get these shirts made and going back and doing collabs and doing all this stuff so cool question i actually I, I like that because it's it's something newer for me and it's, it's taking a little bit for me to relax but like the original logo that was all you know hand drawn that was me but at the end of the day, I don't know everything. So I get to this points where I'm trying to Photoshop something. I'm watching YouTube tutorials. And it's easier when somebody's like, oh, I can do that in five minutes, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. Shouts to Down for Point. You just got – make it, you just, uh, you're going to get a free beer. Uh, I have a minute and 50, 51 uh, seconds. Uh, where can everyone follow you at? Uh, so beer zombies on Instagram. I have Twitter. I don't really use it. Facebook at beer zombies. Uh, the shop is at is BZ Bottle Shop. So everybody that – any beers come in town, go through there. Um Anybody that ever wants to talk to me, my number is on the internet. They can send me a text. I don't care. I answer questions, DMs. You know, that's one thing is I always answer 
try to every single comment that comes through and every single direct message that comes through. I, that's for me, you know, when I, when I was messaging like the breweries that I was a fan of, like when they would message me back, I was like, Oh, that's cool. You know, I appreciate that. So I always try to follow it up. So if anybody ever wants to ask me a question or just wants to say what's up, like I always answer everything, you know? So, so just social media is the easiest way. I don't do phone calls. Not even my mom. (laughs) Oh yeah. Hey, text messages. Don't be calling me. Everyone, follow my boy Beard Zombie. I have I have fifty seconds, but I just want to say Beard Zombie, thank you for coming on the Mega Man's podcast. This is only chatting up. When we do the podcast, it's gonna be a whole new ballgame. I appreciate you having me, man. It was awesome. It was super nice to chat with you. Hey, it's happy because now, like, I, dude, you're my best friend now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I'll see you soon. Thank you very right, much. Man. Later, man. Yeah, have a good one. You too. All right, there you go. I'm out. Uh, but I got 32 seconds. I just want to say thank you for coming on the Mega Mass podcast on the live. You guys got a good treat. I'm going to post it up. This is this is all for you guys. You guys want a beer zombie? I got them on, on the Mega